Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, then please do not continue to listen until after you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. So today, guys, this is the first day of the Horror Movie Tea Shark Month. Yay! Oh, <laughs> this is a cruel summer. <laughs> yes, because we, we've decided that there's only so many. I mean, there's a lot of shark movies, but there's only so many shark movies that we can mentally <laughs> handle watching. So, so much we, we might mix it up with some water movies like you know movies like piranha or just like scary water movies so yeah but anyways to kick off this month we are doing jaws 2 so but before we do that let's get into tea i am drinking plum deluxe's white tea break blend mm. uh, i Ah, I love it. Okay. Love it. Got the melon. Yes. And then for me, this is one of those. I don't know if you'd go to first to say like a mom and pop, but I'm, they, they only have one location that I know of. But it's called Armor Coffee, and I'm drinking their matcha green tea frap with coconut milk. That sounds delicious. Like this, this beats. Starbucks like for real like I've had Starbucks like so many times but this one is just so creamy and so flavorful but it's like not I don't know it's just bah, delicious baby voice I don't know I don't <laughs> I am so tired like the the I you know I've drank a good amount of this and it's like the sugar has hit me but the caffeine has not so it's just it's really weird uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. This will be an interesting episode. This is fine, totally fine. So Jaws two, it's very similar to Jaws one, where there's a shark that's attacking people, and Chief Brody, this time, is trying to convince people that there's a shark. But this movie, it's a lot less sophisticated in the storyline where in the previous movie, it's just like this growth of doubt and then belief and then doubt again because they're like, oh, we got the shark, right? But this one is like, no, there's no shark during the entire movie until at the very end when people start getting attacked and they're like, oh, there is a shark. But yeah, there's, I don't know, there's not a whole lot to this movie, so I don't think there's a lot more of the summary that needs to be expounded upon. Well, I guess I will say that the the biggest part of this movie that it focuses on is both of Brody's kids go on boats with friends. And it's the friends that get stranded and are getting attacked by the shark. And the little brother. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said both of the kids. Because it's Mike and then Sean. Yes. Yep. Yep. Mike gets hit at one point and taken away. That's why I specified oh, that. Yeah. Was, yeah, that's it right. Was the majority of the other friends and his little brother that are waiting for rescue. That's true. All right. So for entertainment, 
I know for the first Oz, I gave it a nine. I love that movie. For this movie, it's hard not to watch it with the nostalgic goggles. Yeah. It it really is. Because, I mean, we grew up with Jaws 2 as much as we did the first Jaws movie. So, but it is an inferior movie compared to the first one. So, I give this one a 7, personally. I feel like it could have gotten higher if it was a bit more realistic, which, of course, we'll get into that later. But this one, it had been years since I had watched just this one without having like a marathon and watching them both. (laughs) So I actually thought that some of the scenes in this movie were ones I had seen in the first movie, like him getting fired or (laughs) just different attack scenes and everything. So I know they had a lot of calls to the first movie, Mm -hmm. but it feels like it kind of gets lost in in the first movie's shadow a bit too much. And I don't know, the biggest hit for the entertainment was from realism, just because of a lot of factors. But the characters, I'm glad they got a lot of the same characters. So you didn't have to rack your brain trying to figure out who these people are or anything. You remember who the vast majority of them are. You remember the deputy. Of course, there's Brody, Sheriff Brody. You remember the stupid mayor that should still not be mayor, and yet he is. How'd he get reelected? I have no idea. <laughs> Unless if it's still, yeah, they don't really tell you the span of time, but you know it's somewhat s- close. I mean, it's it's been like probably five to ten years. The I mean, his oldest son, Michael, is oh, now yeah. a teenager. That's right. Yeah, like, how would he still be mayor? Because... I know it's a small island, and they probably have very few choices, especially people that want to be mayor of that place. But really, I think couldn't find anyone else. Aren't aren't there limits to mayor terms, just like presidents? Oh man, we should have looked that up. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, well, it's also in like what early eighties, late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. So things could have changed by then, too. So maybe. But he was still the mayor for no reason. There's still the wife, still the same woman. So a lot of the same people are there. They couldn't get the the shark marine biologist dude, unfortunately. And they did mention that he was like on a, an expedition and would be unavailable. For at least a few days, he would be out of contact with any kind of communication. So I did appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they added that little fill there. Yes. You're not wondering what happened. Yes. And it made sense that the certain interactions made sense. Like Michael being all into girls. He's on an island. So he's like, I've met everyone. And this one friend of his is trying to set him up with her cousin who's not an islander (laughs) and then him trying to impress her and being annoyed with the younger kid brother who just wants to be with him and hang out with him and his friends (laughs) very accurate makes sense and brody wanting his oldest son since he is in his late teens to have some kind of 
like at least a summer job to get used to working and earning a living and things like that, just to build some responsibility. So things like that made sense, but most of it, but we'll get to that. Alyssa, your turn. Okay. (laughs) So I did see Jaws first, but Jaws 2, and I don't, I was a a kid back when this happened. I don't know how, but I got a copy of Jaws 2. Like, actually bought a copy of Jaws 2, but I never got a copy of Jaws 1. So, for me, whenever I wanted to watch a shark movie, it was always Jaws 2. And, you know, as an adult, comparing it to Jaws 1, I can definitely tell it's obviously a much inferior movie. But it still keeps a lot of the same elements like I, I don't feel like it's so untrue to the original that it's like a terrible movie it's just not as good so <clears throat> for me it's an eight and because even though it has some parts that are unrealistic it's still extremely entertaining for me like it's <clears throat> It's almost like some of the kills are so ridiculous that it just makes it funny. Um, and you don't lose... But it's like they keep it just... The effects are just good enough that it still keeps you in the movie. And, oh, man, it's just... I, I will say they show the shark way too much. But at the same time, it's like... I think the reason why they made that decision... It, well, actually two reasons, I believe. The first reason is the shark was actually cooperating a little bit more, so it was easier for them to show. Because keep in mind, in the original Jaws, they're supposed to show the shark a lot more, but it's because it kept having mechanical issues. And honestly... It worked for them, though. It, it did. It did. And I think that... You know, that's what made the movie so iconic, but I feel like Jaws 2 is more in line on what his Spielberg's vision was for Jaws 1, even though it's not what people find iconic about the movie. But al- what he wanted it to be. Yes. But also, I think the other reason, too, though, is in the first movie, at the end, we've already seen the shark. We know what it looks like. There's no point pretending it's not a shark. Um, so I think, also, it would have been kind of silly them to hide the shark a lot and like be like oh no it's not really a shark because it would have repeated or been too close to repeating the first movie um so it's like it's like you always have to raise the stakes with sequels and it's like it can be hit or miss but i think they did a good job with raising the stakes because in the previous movie there's the biologist there's the i forgot his name the fisherman (laughs) and then there's brody yeah, I really should know his name, but we're just going to move on. No, he got eaten. <laughs> yeah, he, the, he, he was shark food. <laughs> and then... He um, sang the drinking song. Yes. and But in this one, the stakes are raised because it's all of these kids. And it's kids that they kind of showed in the beginning of the movie and you've kind of built a little bit of a relationship with, you know, how they relate to the other characters. And, um, and I do like the little bits of detail that Spielberg adds with the characters. Now I haven't read Jaws to the book. 
So I don't know how it compares to the book. I can just say from, you know, Jaws and Jaws the book, but the the little details of, um, you know, giving his son a job and going through all these little minor things where it's like the movie didn't outright say, oh, character development. They just add these little sprinkles here and there that kind of fleshes out the world a lot better. And um, so it's like, for me, this isn't a bad movie by any means. No. But it's not... It's definitely, it does not compare to the predecessor. So that's why it's like, it's definitely a movie that I will watch over and over again. But if anyone ever told me, like, what is the best shark movie? It's not, <laughs> I mean, Jaws 2 will be up there, but it's Jaws is for sure. Yeah. Jaws is the king. <laughs> yes. Yes. And also, okay, so I might be going crazy here. But whenever I was re-watching it this time, I was like, the boat in the beginning of the movie, was that the boat that Brody and them were on? I think it was. So. You don't think so? I don't think so. Oh, I thought it was. Well, that one also kind of exploded. So. Well, but a lot of the boat was already sunk, though. So I would... Because the boat was still in pieces, or at the bottom. The movie, the boat that they showed was in pieces. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to watch it again and pay a bit closer attention. I don't think so, though. Oh, man. Yeah, I'll have, we'll have to take a picture and compare. But, um, yeah, so it's like for, just to wrap things up for entertainment, because I don't have a whole lot else to say. I think I said the majority, but um, it's like... Even though this is the sequel, I don't feel like they were any lazier with like uh, development or fleshing things out or trying to do the varied shots. Like the the music is amazing, just as awesome as the original. Um, the camera work and the special effects I thought were awesome. Um, the only thing that I find was maybe slightly anticlimactic was how the shark died. Uh, having it is like... Oh, that was a bit ridiculous. Yeah, it was like, you know, in the first movie, big explosion, and that's how the shark died. And now this one is like, little explosion and fire. <laughs> like, it just, it doesn't, it didn't live... That super dated like bolt of electricity here. yes well the fact that they raise the stakes by the kids you know all more people being in danger and a lot more people well people that we kind of care about dying then to have it die like that it just yeah it it didn't it just didn't feel right it was just very disappointing but it was an interesting kill the fact that he was banging on the the wire to attract him which i mean we've we know from shark they're interested in like sounds and stuff like that so it's like it it was an interesting idea but not for the final kill just no. yeah like i could picture it on him trying to do that but then the shark like is like misses a wire or, or something, and then they lead to like an even better kill. But that's just my thoughts. Yeah. So 
what you said about them showing the shark more. I feel like they showed it a bit too much. I feel like one, it's not realistic, but yeah. two, with most of those kinds of sharks, the f- biggest fear is when you can't see it. You don't know where it is. And they usually stay further under the surface. Seeing the fin above the water is actually not normal hunting behavior. Yeah, a great white sharks breach. Oh. Yes. So they go way down and then they hit their prey coming up at it. So for it to just skim the surface and eat a person, is that's not how that shark do. But that is more on the realism scale. Though I, I think the reason why they did it like that is, I mean, it honestly could be their um, naivety to actual shark behavior, but also the mechanical shark, unfortunately, it, it can't do that. There's not really a good way to simulate that in a movie movie setting. I get that. But we've said it before on multiple other movies, and I stand by it. One of the scariest things in movies like this is when you can't see what's attacking. Yeah. So it's almost like when you there's a spider and you have a <laughs> spite of the side or the the spider and you don't know where it went. It's like that. Though so don't show it quite as much. You can still show yeah. it here and there for sure. Don't just leave it out altogether. But just dial it back a little bit. I want like an in-between from the first movie and this movie. <laughs> yeah, like especially there's some scenes that was really unnecessary to show the shark. Like for example, whenever he's attacking the boat in the beginning and you yeah. see him like pushing and stuff, like they they could have totally just showed him like um had him attack from the bottom or something like yeah. that and then like grab her. Like that would have been because that for me was kind of a stupid scene. But I will say the one scene that I felt was advantageous that they showed the shark is the second dive scene where they're all they're trying to catch the lobsters yeah, and they're taking pictures. Good. And that sudden, like, that's how you do a jump scare because you know the shark's in the water. There's no sign whatsoever that's even near them. And then the guy's just swimming and then all of a sudden in the corner just mirror. Like, that scene still that's gives good. me anxiety. I'm just like, oh, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. That's why I don't dive in murky waters like that (laughs) (laughs) low visibility there i don't dive in waters like that when i dive it's got to be crystal clear freaking water (laughs) yeah if there's a shark there i want to see it coming at me (laughs) (laughs) i'm still gonna freak out either way but i'd rather see it coming you know Mm mm-hmm but yeah, that but. that's a, a really good scene. I I honestly think it's one of the best scares of the movie. Yes. Um that's definitely one of the best ones. Yeah. So and then I also like the scene of the the girlfriend and boyfriend, like Eddie and Tina, mm-hmm. where you see him getting dragged up and he's clinging to the boat and he's like, <laughs> like trying to like, you know, pull himself back up. And then he rips the part of the boat. Like how traumatizing was that scene? Yeah. Like it's like they, they have good scenes here and there, but it's because 
but I I have to wonder in that particular scene, especially they had already established that he has no problem attacking boats and he had pushed that boat out of the way, which is again, out of character for, you know, the shark, but (laughs) he pushed the boat away so that what's his face would have a much further distance to him so he could eat him at the last minute when he thinks he's going to be free. But Very vindictive but of the he shark. Doesn't, then he doesn't keep attacking the boat when he knows there's another person on it. Yeah. After he like wrecked the crap out of the other boat with the water skier. Yeah. Why not that one? Yeah. All right, Jason. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's it's weird. It's like this movie has so many scenes with the shark that you get more of a, like, this is my favorite scene. These are really bad scenes. While in the first movie, since they're more, like, spread out, you don't really get that as, but I don't know. It's it's kind of a weird concept. But either way, I I think overall it's worth seeing, but it's just an inferior movie to the original. Like, you can't beat it. It's... So this would be best seen right after the first Jaws. Mm-hmm. Like, watch them together. Have a marathon and watch them together. That's that's my thought. But let's go ahead and move to the Yes. Movie. I will start first. Yes, please. So for, for realism, whew, like, at least with the original movie, and we're just going to keep comparing. It's a sequel, guys. Sorry. Got to compare. Um, but especially since it's literally picking up the storyline until after. It's like, you you can't just look at the movie by itself. Oh, before I got... Did they ever explain why there was a shark attack? They never explained... Yeah. Okay, that was, like, my biggest, like, what the... Like, not only did the one freak phenomenon happen, it's like, what? <laughs> what's in the water <laughs> at this island? But yeah, the first one was like a one in a million chance that that kind of shark would be in that area. Yeah. <laughs> for it to happen twice. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But anyways, so the... So, like, with the the craziness with the water skier and then it directly attacking the boat. It's like, I did look it up and there is documentation of specifically great white sharks attacking boats. However, it's pretty rare and it tends to be smaller boats. And so, my thinking is that it's, you know, if the boat is a similar size and shape to, uh, like, an orca or some other animal that uh, it might attack. Because I know one story, it was a lobster fisherman, I guess you would call him. He he kept his lobsters. And he was, uh, it was him and this one other guy, and they were on at sea for about seven days. And there's a great white that was actually stalking their boat for <laughs> several days. But... The shark ended up attacking the boat. The boat flipped over. The one guy drowned. But then the second guy, the shark completely left that guy alone. And the guy ended up being rescued several hours later. So it's like the fact that the shark knocked over the boat, but then wasn't like immediately like nom noms. 
really does make me think that the shark was more interested in the boat and the shape yeah. of the boat rather than... And that makes sense. It yeah. looks somewhat like something it would eat normally. And then when it realized that it wasn't, it's like, oh, I wasted my time. <laughs> yeah, and then swim Why? away. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's like in that regard, it is realistic but then of course with the fact that it's like oh i know there's non-moms on here <laughs> and then he like continuously yeah. attacks which i feel like is a lot of exertion for a shark it's like there's fish That's all around the sea and he's like no you in particular is what i want <laughs> well and he already ate someone on a water ski yeah, like, how hungry is the shark? Because <laughs> it's like predators in particular, they tend to only eat, like, once every couple of days if they're lucky. Like, they are they have very slow, well, yeah, and, like, I think it was a statistic for lions. Um, only one in ten of their attacks actually are successful, um, so predators, they actually don't eat very often, but that's important because it keeps the food chain in line because if predators ate three times a day like, you know, people do, that would be bad. <laughs> that would be really bad. <laughs> yeah, that that would be a huge problem population-wise, and it keeps the ecosystem in check. Yeah. And that makes sense. And that's one of the reasons why sharks tend to be more opportunistic Instead of, you know, actively searching for people to nom-nom. Yeah. Yeah, they they typically slow uh, swim very slowly to conserve energy. So that way, if an opportunity does arise, they have the energy that they need to be able to attack. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, they have the capability of swimming very, very fast, but it's generally in short bursts. Yes. For an attack. Yeah. And, and it's like, if you also think, if you think of like the lion example of them not always being successful, it's like, of course, with sharks, you can think very similarly, like the prey's running, it's like, they don't want to get killed. So I would imagine a somewhat similar statistic, um, which is the whole point on why great white sharks breach is they're trying to catch the prey by surprise before they run away. But it's like, there has to be times where the shark maybe misses a little and so then it can like swim away so it's like the shark has to conserve enough energy so that way if it misses a few times it can still have enough energy left to actually attack the the prey that it can uh eat but anyway so with all that being said i would give it a four um it or i don't know it's like i'm debating between a three and a four 3.5. There we go. Happy middle. Just, there's some super ridiculous kills. I think it still adds to the entertainment, but it definitely takes a huge hit to the, the realism for sure. So, but that's, that's all I got. So I give it a two. And... <laughs> because the shark is not realistic at all. Yeah, it doesn't attack realistically and yeah we looked it up and we could not find any instances or any documentation at least from what we searched for of like someone on a water ski being attacked especially while they were water skiing we could understand if like she lost her grip on the tether 
and fell into the water and was like flailing around trying to get her bearings or, you know, trying to swim back to the boat or something. Yeah. But she was still attached. She was still hanging on, having a grand old time. And then the shark says, F you in particular, and <laughs> eats her. And we were talking before and recording. <laughs> That that would be a lot of energy for the shark to exert, too, yeah. to be able to chase the jet ski or the water ski and then attack. Yeah, this just not yeah, worth it for the shark. It's not worth the energy or the effort. So then, then it attacks the boat. And then the lady thinks that the best course of, of action <laughs> is to pour gasoline over everything, including herself. Then get the flare gun. I mean, if you're going to do the gas thing, at least pour it over the shark and just the shark or like over the the boat, away from the boat on the shark, the thing attacking your boat. But no, she pours it over herself, too. I know she's in hysterics, but come on. (laughs) Then boat go boom. And they're like, oh, this sounds like an unfortunate accident. And of course, Brody with his PTSD brain goes, shark, something happened (laughs) to make the boat go boom. It is a shark. Which then it's just by itself, it's really unrealistic. But that that whole scene is just ridiculous. And yeah, I'd I'd try to find something to have some kind of evidence as to what went wrong. If it was mechanical failure or some other kind of malfunction or or what happened. But that seems like a big extreme jump. Oh, so, you know. <laughs> then so they're going through and of again, he has PTSD brain. So like he's seeing sharks everywhere even when there's not sharks. I'm surprised oh, he hasn't guy. gotten help for this. Well, at that time, though, I feel like counseling or therapy was kind of looked down upon. Probably. But, you know, when he's shooting at a shoal of fish, there's a problem. Well, and then even rewatching that scene, you're like, that's not a shark. That's not how a shark moves. It's just like sitting there. Yeah. (laughs) But going back to the shark, the shark acted more like... Like Michael Myers or Jason or just some kind of like serial killer, super campy 80s type killer where it just stalks this group of teens. Yeah. For no reason. (laughs) Pushing the boats around and just kind of bumping one off here and there. You know, we could have. What I want to know I mean, okay, I, I want to know if the shark killed all the ones that weren't virgins anymore. <laughs> that, that would follow the no, trope. Because Tina, Tina would have been dead. Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. For sure. <laughs> but it, <laughs> like, they could have replaced the music with and it would have been the same effect. <laughs> like he just just stalking them, not acting like how a shark hunts at all. And it just took me completely out of the realism scale. When he pushes the boats around 
to cause chaos, but doesn't quite eat any of them. That's when I'm just like, okay, you know what? And how much, like, and so much energy, just, I don't know, it just, it doesn't make any sense for a shark to do that. It really doesn't. Then, with how the shark dies, they had made it a point earlier in the movie when boat went boom and they were dragging that area. They found that power line. Yeah. Closer to the island. And they made it a point to say, you don't want to cause a blackout for the whole island. They never said. When he made the shark go boom, (laughs) what happened to the power on the island? That's a good question. Curiosity. I'm also wondering, while, while Brody was on his way to go get the kids after they found Tina, why didn't he just have his wife and Tina get on that other boat that they flagged down and take Deputy What's-His-Face with him? Because Deputy What's-His-Face drove that boat a lot better than Brody did. He definitely knew more what he was doing. And he also knew the area because he was on that boat fairly frequently. They also made that a point. So why did he decide, you guys go back, I'm going on alone on this boat that I can barely drive myself? I honestly think he might have, and this is just speculation, but I think he might have done it because... If it was a shark involved, he knew that it's possible that the boat might sink and that he didn't probably didn't want to put more people in danger. Um, that's just pure speculation. But yeah, it is so weird for them to make it a point for the deputy, for them to say the deputy is so good at on this boat. And then they're like, okay, deputy goes away now. Oh, and the deputy is <laughs> just like, this is fine. After he made a big stink on the dock of, I've already signed for this boat. Yeah. Technically the chief anymore. I can't let you take this out on your own. Well, I guess I'll go with you because they can't fire us both. So, like, why are you just letting him go off on the boat on his own? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know he can't drive well. Or yes. where he's going. Like, he was trying to tell him bearings and everything. And he's like, don't give me that. Just point. I'm sorry. Yeah, that <laughs> does... easy to lose direction out there. Yeah. Yeah. Everything looks exactly the same. Yeah. So, take the dude with you. <laughs> also, since the shark ate the helicopter, and the shark ate a helicopter... They don't necessarily know what happened to the helicopter guy, so I guess after a while, they could send someone else out there just to kind of do some recon and see what happened and everything, but that's potentially hours to days away. There is a deleted scene with the helicopter guy where it's like, you know, in the actual movie or the actual cut, I guess it's assumed that he is drowned or whatever, but in the actual like deleted scenes... Uh, he's underwater trying to, like, get out. And then you see the shark come and actually get him. See, that would have been nice, because I was kind of wondering what happened to help or helicopter dude as well. <laughs> so Yeah, it's a deleted scene, but the, they do explain what happens. That would have been nice in the original cut that we had watched, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, there's a lot of things that just don't really makes sense and all and now that 
So at the very end, after he's killed the shark, yay, shark is dead. Their boats are either all disabled and stuck or run aground completely. Yeah. Yay, we're still stranded. Yeah, they never explain how they get out of there. Because I was watching the credits because it's, you know, it's the one where it's the credits and you can still see what's going on. Yeah. Nothing ever happened. They're just standing on the island and then it fades yeah. away and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Oh. And the boat that they had flagged down to take Tina and the wife and Deputy What's-His-Face back to the island <laughs> took them back to the island and they're just staying there on the island not trying to flag down another boat to go back out or anything so they're just kind of waiting for Brody to come back and they're all now stuck Yeah, Cable Junction <laughs> with a shark carcass which I guess they have food but <laughs> hey it's a delicacy in some areas. And you can't tell me that if you get hungry enough, you're not going to try you some shark meat. Well, I wonder how they would cook it. Because it's just a bunch it's of rocks. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, it's practically burned. Well, you know, food is food when you're out in the middle of the freaking ocean. Uh, grabbing me a tooth, too. <laughs> For a souvenir. Yeah, what else are you going to do? You're stuck on a little tiny rock in the middle of the ocean. A rack. <laughs> the rack. And, so. and I, I do have a, a... Well, I'll let you finish up the realism scale, but I do have a question for you after everything's wrapped up. Go ahead. Okay, so for, like, Jaws, like the original Jaws, I get a lot more horror-ish vibes with that, but with this movie, it feels... I mean, there's a, there's definitely some I'd consider scary scenes like the underwater scuba diver thing, Ooh. but like it seems a lot more actiony to me. I don't know. It kind of does. This is where it, Jaws especially starts taking a turning point from suspense horror thriller kind of movie into more gore action. Yeah. Type movie. Yeah, like and Jaws 3. there wasn't even that much gore, to be fair. Yeah, there so, really wasn't. There wasn't near enough blood in the water as there should have been. Really, the worst was the scene where the body of the, the mother pops up where her corpse is all burned up. Yeah. Like, that's the worst. That's the most that they show, really. Yeah, because in the original, not only do you see like the parts of the, the lady that gets killed in the beginning, but you also see the guy's head popped out of the boat that one time yeah but yeah that's pretty much it besides that and the scuba dive open that other shark that they had yeah to check the stomach and everything yeah so yeah there was a lot more in the first movie this one was more it was a little bit suspense just because you don't know what's going to happen and which kid is going to be the next to be eaten and things like that yeah. but it wasn't quite the same level of, oh, dear God, where is it, as the first one. But I think it it goes to the detriment of them showing the shark a lot more. Like, Probably. I definitely agree that, or I don't think that they should have gone back to the level of the first movie as far as not rarely ever showing the shark, but definitely should have toned down on how often they show the shark in and this one. And that's what I was saying before, just that happy medium yeah. of in-between, show it here and there, but not all the time. Yeah. 
So it it hurt them a little bit in this movie for sure. They could have done a little bit better with it, but they also did try to make it more more like the Jason movies or Halloween movies where it's just this group of teens being stalked by a killer. So Yeah, that's fair. And I know a lot of people do have a fear of sharks in general, so they were probably trying to play more on that. Yeah. Especially after the first Jaws movie. I feel like not a whole lot of people had a big, big fear of sharks until they saw Jaws. Yeah. And then they were like, let's capitalize on it. (laughs) Yeah, which has both been beneficial as well as detrimental to the saving of sharks. And it's like, it's a happy medium on you want to keep people interested in sharks, but you don't want them to absolutely fear them to where they think that they should die. Yeah. It's like, yes, we should not mess with sharks. We should be respectful. Yes. So final plug on sharks. They are amazing creatures. They have evolved very little for thousands of years and that's because there's not really much to improve on they are an apex predator and they're incredible to see but because of a lot of books and movies kind of like jaws they're fun and entertaining and we love them but they don't really show sharks in a very good light yeah to be honest there aren't really that many shark attacks each year. I know it seems like a big number when you look up the the statistics and everything, but there really aren't technically that many. Yeah, out of the millions of people that go into the ocean every single year compared to the amount. And then also I and also someone had made a good mention uh, that I thought was interesting on like even if you get attacked by a shark, you have about an 85% chance of living yes. from it. So it's like even if you do That's get really attacked, yeah, it it's like the the shark is just curious. It's just trying to figure out what you are if you're a part of the food chain. But the majority of the time it's like, oh, no, you're not a part of the food yeah, chain. They take a bite out of curiosity and they're like, eh. Yeah, it's like they don't have hands. Like their mouth not only is their instrument for like eating food, but it's also their hands. It's like yeah, it's all in their floor. Yeah, all in their face and their nose. That's where all of their senses are. So they have to use their mouth to figure out what's going on in their world. It's like an infant. What do they do? <laughs> The teeth. To explore or, or if they're curious or something, it goes right in the mouth. Yeah. That's what sharks do. They can't just pick something up and look at it, look at it on the side of their head with their one eye. Mm-hmm. So they have to taste everything because that's their main drive is food because that's how they survive. And sharks are surprisingly intelligent creatures. So it's like they, they don't look at a food source and they're not like a big dumb animal that's like food need to eat you know yeah. and it's like no they they are very calculating animals not not vengeful or vindictive or anything they're like that like type it. of calculating they're just like calculating on you know what is the best way for me to survive mm-hmm. and you know it's like they're just trying to live their life like everyone else <laughs> So they are amazing creatures. Unfortunately, some of them have been pushed to the endangered list. Quite a few of them, unfortunately. Yes. 
and more and more are joining them, unfortunately. So um, if you want to get involved in all, there's plenty of different programs to to look up and and become part of the the movement to help save some of them. Yeah, it's like we watch these movies to not only because we both love sharks, but uh, and we really enjoy these movies just in general. But also we want to it's like. I think Shark Week is kind of a hit or miss because they, they have some documents that put sharks, I feel like, in a worse light than they really should be. So it's like we, we read and review these movies for fun, but it's also to give ourselves an opportunity to give a stance on these creatures and help be advocates for them. And because it's like if, if we don't have sharks in our world, that's going to really mess up the yeah the ecosystem for sure. Like we need sharks. They are amazing creatures, guys. If you don't know much about sharks, please, please, please go look up some information about sharks. They're incredible. Mm-hmm. And it's like even if sharks aren't your thing, it's like you know, for example, spiders aren't just as things. But but we need spiders. We need spiders. So it's like even <laughs> so even if you're not a fan of sharks, they do play a key role in our ecosystem. And I think that, you know, if you don't want to support sharks, that's one thing, but at least don't actively buy things that would be detrimental to them. Like anything with their fins, because I know a lot of like fin soup and that that's a huge delicacy in some areas, and it's a huge problem. Yeah. Now, a lot of the teeth that you see are shed teeth. Yeah, they shed them pretty much every time they eat. Oh, all the time. Yeah. All the time. It's like us and hair. Yeah. <laughs> We're always shedding hair. <laughs> They're always shedding teeth. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's pretty much everything I have. Yeah, I'd be I'd be interested to know what you guys think of Jaws 2 compared to Jaws 1. I, it's completely possible that we have nostalgia glasses on and, or especially me have some nostalgia glasses on. Um, and I'd be really interested to see what your opinions are on like, like what you guys would rate it from our one to 10 scale. It's like, is it a movie that you'd go back to over and over or would you just watch the first one? So let us know what you guys think. And if there are any other movies that you would like us to watch and review, especially for like Shark Week or or The Cruel Summer, then please let us know. And in the meantime, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye. Bye.